Hallelujah. Say, God is good. All the time. All the time. God is good. That's his nature. Wow. Can you say it again? Wow. Amen. God is so good. God is so good. Now, if you get focusing on all that might be happening or all that you might be walking through, walk, what you might be walking in, you, you'll be overcome by the stress, by the weight, the discouragement. But I'm telling you, the word tells us not to, not to fret. The word tells us not to be anxious about anything. See, sometimes that can be challenging. Sometimes that can be difficult. But we have to understand that the word tells us not to be anxious for anything. But in everything, in prayer and supplication, make our requests made known to God. So when we have pressures coming against us or we have attacks coming against us, we have to understand that it's in our relationship with our Heavenly Father. It's in our connection to the kingdom. It's in our connection to the kingdom that causes us to walk above any and every circumstance that we might be walking through. Amen. Amen. Like I said, as I said, we, when we began this morning, I'm so glad that you're joining us virtually today. And like I said, this is just going to be this, this Sunday and it's going to be next Sunday. And we, we believed as leaders, uh, that shepherds over this house that well, we believe in our heart. The Lord directed us to, to, to make this decision. And, and so we're being obedient to the, to the Lord, obedient to, to His plan for our church body, uh, as a church family. And, and, and we believe that, that God is going to show up in big ways in the next two weeks. And, and so just keep, uh, connecting to us through, uh, through virtually through our, e- through email so you can stay informed in, in, uh, in the days and the, in the weeks to, weeks to come. So I'm ready. I'm excited about the word. Amen. Are you excited about the word? Can I get an amen? Hallelujah. <clears throat> now I want to read the prophetic word that came to us uh, from Dr. Savell, our, our apostle. And um, I'm going to read this and then we'll get into what I believe the Lord has for us today. It says, a new era has begun and more and more signs and wonders will be seen in 2021. For those who will heed my voice and obey my words, they'll experience my goodness and my power as never seen nor heard. They'll see the fruit of their faithfulness come bursting forth. Do you like the sound of that? Come bursting forth. Hallelujah. There, I know there's, there's those of you, I mean, our church body is full of faithful people. I'm telling you, you are rare, a rare breed, like Dr. Savell says. You are faithful and I, I believe that your faithfulness is coming, going to come bursting forth. The fruit of your faithfulness is coming bursting forth. It says they'll prosper and flourish like never before. Abundance and overflow, that's what they'll see. I'll bring it to pass because of their love and their obedience to me. No longer will their enemy have the upper hand, for my spirit is moving and an outpouring of my power is coming upon the land. Many triumphant victories will mark this new era. It's what I planned, so rest in me. Miracle after miracle, that's what I'll do. Decree it and receive it and know that it's true. Refuse to be swayed by what's said in the news. With me on your side, how can you lose? So stay with my word, it's faithful and true. I'll bring it to pass and great things I will do. I heard the Holy Spirit say again, this is on October 7th, says, 
Yes, a new era is here. It's already begun. And I plan marvelous things for you in 2021. Abundant overflow is the order of the day. So rest assured it's on its way. Your adversary can't stop what I've already decreed. So stay in faith and get ready to receive. Allow no one to discourage you by what they say. Keep looking to me and I'll have my way. Then on October 8th, it says this. Tell my people they need to remain strong and stay close to me so they'll not be deceived by their enemy. His attacks will intensify and he'll try to prevail, but my power is greater and it shall not fail. It, my power shall not fail. Fear not, nor be fretful over whatever shall come. The battle is mine and I've already won. Woo! Contrary to what you'll see and what you shall hear, 2021 will be a great year. A year of abundance and overflow. That's my plan and it shall be so. Hallelujah. Can you give God praise for that? Amen. Now, it says in that last part, that that last part it said that, that attacks will intensify and he'll try to prevail. Now, what does that let us know? That means there's going to be attacks. And it lets us know that his attacks will intensify. But see, we don't focus on... Now, if all we did is focus on the attack, then we can get discouraged. But what we have to focus on in the fact that whatever I'm facing and whatever I'm going through, that his power is greater and I will prevail over whatever I'm facing right now. Amen. Hallelujah. And then the last word was this on October 11th. It says, a great shaking, a great shifting, a great displacing will take place in your nation. And then immediately following this, there will come a great awakening and a great outpouring. And I love the definition of outpouring. A sudden, rapid flow, a barrage of God's spirit, God's power, God's anointing, God's love, and God's blessing. Amen. Say this with me, 2021, a year of abundant overflow. Thank you, Father. Amen. Now, that encouragement in that, and I've been dealing with this, is the encouragement was for us to remain strong and stay close to him. That, that's, that's what you and I as believers need to hold to is remaining strong and staying close to him so we don't become deceived by the enemy. If you have your Bibles, turn to Psalms chapter 24. Psalms chapter 24. And I'm going to get there in a moment, but I want want to say something to you. Now, this prophetic word that I just read, it is filled with promises from God. For you. Abundant overflow is God's heart. See, what is a prophecy? What is the prophetic word? Now, anytime we see the prophetic word throughout scripture, what did that prophetic word do? It revealed to us the will of God. It revealed to us the heart of the father. It revealed to us. It revealed to God's people what he what he what he could do and what he would do 
So this prophetic word is not just just the cute cute sayings that that we are we're, we're we're saying out loud, but no, it is God's will for you and for me. So when we say abundant overflow, it's not just a cute phrase, but it is the will of God for you in your life for 2021. Now, you may be sitting there and, and, and you're like, you know, I've had all these attacks. I've been, I've, I've been sick and people I know have, have coronavirus and, and there's all these different things going on in our community. And, and there's, 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 you know, it's kind of like, um, like the apostle Paul said, you know, in, in the second Corinthians four, you know, there's pressures without, there's pressures within, there's, there's things surrounding me. I'm distressed and perplexed and all these things going on. And, and if, and if you're not careful, then that can be totally what you're focused on. And, and if you're all that you're focused on, then it's going to cause you to question the will of God for your life. It's going to cause you to question, well, that prophetic word was abundant overflow, but I'm not seeing it. I, I know God's word says that, that I am the healed of the Lord, but I don't feel healed right now. I know the word of God says that, that I, as I have coveted rights, that I'm blessed coming in and I'm blessed going out. Well, I'm not seeing that right now. Well, I want to, I want to communicate something to you this morning is that faith always ends at the point of a question. Faith always ends at the point of a question. You know, it's like, you know, you could, you could hear the statement that God wants me blessed coming in and blessed going out, but yet you can may make it sound like this. Does God want me blessed coming in and blessed going out? No, it need, faith is a settled fact. Faith is a, is settled position. Faith is a settled position of the heart. And it's something that you, you, you remove, you cause your heart to not be moved from. It doesn't matter what the report might be. It doesn't matter what it might look like right now. This is the prophetic word, and it is a year of abundant overflow. You know, the children of Israel had the the same aspect when it came to having questions. And in Psalm chapter 78, you don't need to turn there, but they had seen all these different marvelous things. They they saw God divide the Red Sea. They, 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 they saw him with uh, the pillar of uh, a fire in the cloud by day. They, they saw him split the rock. And they saw him bring abundance in the midst of, of lack. And, and, and they, they were declaring all these, the, these promises. And they, they get down to verse 19 in Psalm 78. It says, yes, they spoke against God. And they said, can God furnish a table in the wilderness? You know, these are after prophetic words that came, came forth with, that said that you're going to go to a land that's flowing with milk and honey, that you're going to go to abundant overflow, that you're going to go to this place where you have no lack, you have no need. Now think about it. They left Israel with Egypt with all the silver and the gold. They left, they said their, their eyesight wasn't abated. They said that their shoes didn't wear out. And all this time, yet they still have this question that said, can God furnish a table in the wilderness. You know what? You might be asking that same question this morning with a prophetic word, abundant overflow. And asking the question, can God give me abundant over, overflow? And every promise that's in this word, can, can, it, really, can, it, can it really come to pass in, in my life for me? 
I'm telling you, the enemy will not prevail against you. The enemy will not prevail against you because this is a year of abundant overflow. In Psalms 24, this, this scripture has just really been going off in my heart over the weeks and uh, the, the past weeks. And I've referred to it on a couple occasions. But I, I want you to, with this thought in mind, that the enemy wants to try to prevail against the church. The enemy wants to do his best to prevail against you, prevail against your family, to prevail against your children. But you have, you have to know, you have to know greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. You have to know that the promises of God are yes and they are amen. In Psalms chapter 24, verse 6, it says, lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be ye lifted up, you everlasting doors, and the king of glory, hallelujah, Hallelujah, that the king of glory will come in. Hallelujah, I love that. Lift up your heads, O you gates. Lift them up, you everlasting doors, and the king of glory shall come in. I talked about about that last week. The king of glory shall come in. The next verse says, who is the king of glory? And I love it doesn't leave us in the dark. It tells us who the king of glory is. He says, what he's the Lord strong and mighty, the Lord mighty in battle. Hallelujah. See, see, you need to know that, that the king of glory, if you're, if you're looking towards the right thing and you're holding on to the right thing and you're holding on to the king of glory, hallelujah. And you look to the king of glory. I'm telling you, the king of glory shall come in. And I'm telling you, he is a, he is the king of glory and he is the, he is mighty in battle. Hallelujah. Who is the king of glory? He, who is he? The Lord strong and mighty. He's the Lord mighty in battle. This lets me know that according to this prophetic word, hallelujah, that his power is greater and he shall not fail. How can I say that? How can I say that his power is greater and he shall not not fail? Why? Because he's the king of glory. He's the Lord strong and mighty and he's the Lord that is mighty in battle. Meaning he is not without ability. Dr. Savell wrote a book years ago. It was called the, the spirit of might. Amen. That means God is, God is not without ability to perform on your behalf. Why? He is Lord God Almighty. He's the Lord strong and mighty and he's mighty in battle. I want you to see in the spirit today that God is warring on your behalf. I want you to see that he has already defeated your enemy. The enemy is under your feet. Hallelujah. Coronavirus is under your feet. Sickness and disease is under your feet. Poverty is under your feet. Why? Because the Lord, strong and mighty, he is the king of glory. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Verse 9 says, lift up your heads, O ye gates. Even lift them up, you everlasting doors, and the king of glory shall come in. Verse 10, who is this king of glory? The Lord of hosts. The Lord of hosts. The Lord of the angel armies. He, he is the king of glory. What is the glory of God? It's the goodness of God. It's the presence of God. 
It's the power of God. Let the king of glory come in. Just lift your hands right you are. Just lift your, lift your head up as just an attitude of expectancy. And say this. King of glory. I look to you. Come in. I thank you, Lord. You are my king of glory. You are the Lord strong and mighty. You are the Lord mighty in battle. And there's nothing you cannot do for me, for my family, in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. See, doesn't that, doesn't that build your faith? See, what is faith established in? Faith is established in the known will of God. Faith is established in the character of the creator. See, my faith isn't built upon what, what could be. It's established upon what is. And he is the king of glory. And because he's the king of glory, no enemy, no demon in hell, no sickness and disease will triumph over you or triumph over this church. See, you have to be established in the faith. And to be established in the faith is to be consumed with his character. The king of glory. So over my time with you, the, the coming weeks, I'm going to be talking about the king of glory. The king of glory. He's the, he's the, the author of glory. He's the releaser of glory. He's the originator of glory. He's full of glory. Hallelujah. He's the king of glory. Hallelujah. Let's look at, let's look up at the chapter above this in Psalms 23. Now, now remember the statement that the children of Israel asked, can God furnish a table in the wilderness? I, I want you to know that, yes, he can. And I want you to know that, yes, he has. Oh, thank you, Father. Mm. If you could see the things that God has prepared for you. First Corinthians chapter two, verse nine says that I hadn't seen or ear heard nor things that are entered the heart of man. The things that God has prepared for those that love him. Do you love God this morning? That means that he has things prepared for you. The king of glory has things prepared for you. Now in this chapter in Psalms 23, we, we know this talks about the shepherd. The Lord is our shepherd. And because he's our shepherd, I shall not want. The psalmist is telling us and releasing his faith in who God is. And what is he saying? The Lord is my shepherd. And because he's my shepherd, I shall not want. You see where his position of faith was, he understood that God, that he was taken care of when he established him as 
that he is my shepherd, that settled the question whether, whether God was going to take care of him or not. The Lord is my shepherd, and because he's my shepherd, I know my shepherd has provided a place for me. He's provided a position for me. He's provided a platform for me. He's provided provision for me, because I shall not want. And I could just, we could dissect this this morning, but for the sake of time, let's go down to verse 4. In the Amplified, it says, Yea, though I walk, maybe he said yo, I don't know. Yes, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. See, because he knows his shepherd, he's established in his heart in the, on, on the fact that, that though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For you, the shepherd, you're with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. They comfort me. See, this is being this is being established in what you know. Not what could be. Can God prepare a table? Can God provide a table for you right now? It may be in the midst of your wilderness. Yes, he's the shepherd. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. I want you to know. That whatever you're facing right now, the King of glory is right there to comfort you. Maybe you feel confused and lost or broken or hurt, perplexed, whatever it is. I, I want you to know that, that he's there to comfort you right now. You may, have asked the, you may have not asked the question, can God provide a table in the wilderness? But maybe you ask the question, God, where are you? God, are you with me? God, are you... Do you even care where I'm at? Do you even care what I'm going through? Do you even, do you even, are you concerned at all, God? I want you to know that he's there to comfort you right now. And then the next verse says this. He goes, you prepared. You prepared. You prepared. You prepared a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. What is that prophetic word that says, yeah, attacks will in, intensify and he will, he, he will try to prevail. Said so the attacks will intensify and he will try to prevail. But what does he say? My power is greater and he shall not prevail. My power is greater. See, he... You prepare a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. You prepare a table before me. You see, it's the same one that comforts me. Is the same one that provides the table for me. It's the same one that's saying that uh, I shall not want. It's the same one that's preparing that table for me. Now, it's interesting, uh, this word prepare, it's, it's interesting from the standpoint that it, it, it means to put in order. It means to align. Meaning right now, your life may look like it's in chaos. Right now, it may like look things are out of order and things are confused and you're not sure all that's going on and what's happening. 
But I want you to know he prepares a table. Meaning he sets things in order. He sets things in order for you. He's, he's already made every provision for you. I'm telling you that he's made a feast available for you and me. He's made everything that we need available. Why? He's not only the king of glory, but he is the shepherd that's made provision. He prepares a table in the presence of our enemies. And he says that you anoint my head with oil. You anoint my head. You anoint my head with oil and my cup runs over. Mm. Thank you, Father. Not only does he prepare a table in the presence of our enemies, but he anoints our head with oil to where our cup runs over. See, the enemy always tries to, he brings attacks. Why? Because he wants to deplete your strength. He wants to bring discouragement into your life. But I'm telling you, the shepherd, what does he do? He anoints your head with oil so your cup runs over. Anoint your head with oil. Who is our king of glory? Who is our, who is our shepherd today? Who is the one that's prepared a table? Who is the one that anoints our head? It's our Jesus. In Matthew chapter 11, verse 28, it says, Come unto me, all that are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. You see, that's the, that's the, that's the heart of the king of glory. That's the heart of the shepherd. In that, in that phrase and in that statement in Matthew chapter 11, we, we, hear, we hear the heart of the father. Let me go ahead and go there. Just Matthew chapter 11. Thank you, Father. Matthew chapter 11, verse 28. He says, come unto me, all that labor and are heavy laden, and I will, I will, I will, I will give you rest. Now, this word, I will, it denotes desire. Now, if someone asks you, If someone asks me and say, well, Justin, will you do me a favor? Justin, could you, could you go, you know, if Annette says, Justin, could you take this list and could you go to the store and pick up these things that I need? And my response would be, I will. Why? Because my desire is to do what she was wanting me to do. So when he says, come unto me, all that are heavy laden, and I will, what was he, God, God, what was Jesus saying? He goes, 
my desire, I will, my desire is to give you the rest, the refreshing, the anointing, the strength, the ability, the empowerment, the grace for your position and for whatever you're facing. Right now, you're overburdened. Right now, you have great things pushing you down. But Jesus is saying, my desire and some of you heard me translate this before. What he said, what he says when he says I, what he means when he says I will is it's what I like to do. It's what I like to do. What God gives pleasure, what God gives, gets pleasure in and what Jesus gets pleasure in is you coming to him so he can lift the burden. Come to him, come to him. See, that's why that prophetic word says, remain strong, remain close and stay strong. Hallelujah. Remain close and stay strong, stand strong. Remain, remain close to me. Why? Come to him. Why? Because he's the one that's going to lift the burden. He's going to the one that's going to empower you through whatever circumstance you're going through. Come to me, all that are heavy laden. And I will. It's what I like to do. What he wants to do is give you rest. And that word rest means to cease from your movement in order to recover and collect strength. Hallelujah. God wants you to come to him. God wants you to cease from your movements. Cease from your your work, your labor, your labor trying to figure it out, your labor trying to make it work, your labor trying to make it happen. Cease from your movement. What? So you can recover and you can recollect your strength. I believe as the words going forth this morning, I believe that you are recollecting strength today. Where you've been fatigued, I believe strength is being infused into you right now. The anointing. He anoints your head with oil. Your cup runs over. You know, we see the heart of the Father throughout Scripture. You know, Jesus, you know, we know through the word it said, we know through the word it said that Jesus is the visible representation of the invisible. In John chapter 6, John chapter 17, verse 26, Jesus said, I came to make your very nature known. That's what he said. Jesus said, I came to make, he's, talking to, he's praying to the heavenly father and he's saying, father, I came to make your nature. What's his nature? It's how he does things. It's, what's he, it's what he does. It's his desire. Jesus said, to make your character known. We, we see the nature of the Father. When we see the life of Jesus, what, what do we see? He, we see in Acts chapter 10, 38, it said that Jesus went about doing good. He went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil, for God was with him. So if we see Jesus going out, we, we see the Father going out, and we're seeing the heart of the Father, that he went about doing good and healing all that were, were oppressed by the devil. We see the heart of the Father in the story of the Good Samaritan. 
We see that heart of the father when Jesus is, is that good Samaritan and he picks that man that was broken, that man that was stolen from, the man that was robbed. And that good Samaritan, he looked like humanity that was broken on the side of life. And yet Jesus came to our aid as believers and he came to our, our brokenness and he came to, to the things that the enemy took from, from God's precious creation. And he, and he picked them up and put him on a donkey and he poured in the oil and he poured in the wine and he, and he took him and he placed him in a in an inn. And he said, whatever, whatever he needs and whatever he spends while I'm gone, when I get back, I will repay. You see, it's the, it's the nature in the heart of the father to pour in the oil and the wine. Put you pour in everything that you have need of. He prepares a table before us in the presence of our enemy. But not only he makes Made everything, put everything in order, but he also anointed our head. So our cup runs over. It's the heart of the Father. It's the heart of the King of glory. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Jesus is the Christ. We saw that last week when, when Peter responded to Jesus's question, who do men say that I am? And he said, you're the Christ, the son of the living God. He's the living God. Church, he's the living God. He's the living God. And he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. He is the living God. His arm is not short. I want you to know that he has prepared a table before you in the presence of your enemy. If you have that question this morning, can God furnish a table in the wilderness? I want you to know that he already has. He's already made available. And I believe the anointing is strengthening you right now. And I believe the anointing will continue to increase as the word continues to go forward. And you're going you're gonna to leave this message today with a, with a greater strength that you started this message with this morning. Because the king of glory is here. And the king of glory is in your room. The shepherd is in your room. The good Samaritan is in your room. The one that goes about doing good and healing all that are oppressed of the devil is right there in your room. And he has prepared and set everything in order. I want you to release your faith and say, I believe it and I receive it. Go to Hebrews chapter 13. Hebrews chapter 13. Now, before I read this, now, Jesus is the Christ. Hallelujah. Peter said, Jesus, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. Now, we know, and I'm I'm not going to go way into this, but we know that Christ was not Jesus' last name. You are Jesus, the Christ. Now, this word Christ is Christos. We know that word comes from a word creo. And it means to smear on, 
It means to rub all over. It's a word they use when they would anoint things. So Jesus is the Christ. He is the anointed one. He is the anointed one who has provided, who has provided the anointing. Jesus said, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he anointed me to do something. He anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor, to open blind eyes, to open deaf ears, to heal the brokenhearted, to set the captive free. So Jesus said, the anointing, I'm Jesus the Christ, I'm the anointed one that has been anointed to change things, to set things free. So he has anointed us, hallelujah, our shepherd has anointed us and our cup runs over. I mean, there is more than enough anointing. There's more than enough ability. There's more than enough power. There's more than enough yoke destroying power of God. There's more than enough divine life. There's more than enough abundant life. Why? Because our cup runs over. He's a God of abundant overflow. This is the year of abundant overflow. Hallelujah. And this word creo, there's a root word to this as well. And it's, it goes into this and it's the word creo maya. And the definition of this word creo maya in the Greek means to furnish what is needed. To furnish what's needed. Hallelujah. <laughs> to furnish what's needed. So the anointing is there to furnish what's needed. The shepherd anoints our head with oil. Why? To furnish, to provide what's needed. You know, Annette and I, years ago, uh, it was a year after we had, we were married and, and we were living in a smaller home and, and we needed, uh, we needed space, uh, at that time. We, we didn't have enough bedrooms for our children at that time. And, and, and so, so we, we were believing God for a, for a new home. And, and, and so it took us a while to, to come into agreement and, and find the home exactly on what we believe God wanted for us. And, but, I, but years ago, before Annette and I had, had met, uh, you know, she had made a statement to her, her children that when she was a single mom and, and they had moved several times and, and they got to this, the last place they had moved and, and, and she, you know, you know, her, one of her, her son, Ryan was, you know, just kind of saying, we have to move again. We have to move again. And, and, and she just made this statement out of her heart. And she says, you know what? We're going to, we're going to move this time. And the next, the next place we move, you're not going to have to move anything. All you're going to have to do is take your clothes. And she didn't know where that came from. She didn't know where, where that happened, but it just came out of her heart. And so here, a couple of years later, you know, the Lord brought our lives together and, and here we are, we're looking for a home and, and we found this home and, and we go into this home and we're looking through it and we really believe that this was the house for us. And, uh, and you know, it was a model home and, and they had asked us a question, well, this price, not, not, um, not furnished, this price fully furnished. So we came back with an offer that I think was just like a thousand dollars above, you know, what, what they asked for being fully furnished and they took the offer. And so and I'm bringing this up because I want you to see that when we came out of that house, 
when we came out of that season, when we came out of where we were, where, where we were at in that season, we walked into that next house fully furnished. We walked in that next house. It had, it had, it had three sofas in it. It had a media room. It had a pool table. It had every picture. It had bed linens. It had sheets. It had plates. It had dishes. It had, it had, it had every appliance you can think of. It had surround sound system. It had beds in every room. It even had our son. His room was decorated with the Dallas Mavericks and he loves the Dallas Mavericks. And, and so, so everything that we had need of, it was prepared for us. You know what? All we had to do was step into it. All we had to do was step into it. You see, it's the same thing with the anointing. The anointing has furnished and made everything available. It's up to you and I as believers to step into that anointing, to step into what the king of glory has provided, what the shepherd has provided, the good shepherd has provided. Hallelujah. He has anointed your head with oil. And I declare that it's abundant overflow. In your life today. To furnish what's needed. The anointing is present right now. To furnish what's needed. Hallelujah. Thank you Father. Hebrews chapter 13. Hallelujah. You have time for two more scriptures. Hebrews 13. Verse six, the Amplified, it says, so we take comfort and are encouraged and confidently and boldly say, the Lord is my helper. Let me read that again. So we take comfort and are encouraged and confidently. That's, that's faith right there. Confident. We, we confidently and boldly say something. This morning, are you boldly declaring something? Or are you timidly questioning things? Are we saying, well, can God provide a table in the wilderness? Or can we say, my God has, de- has prepared a table in the wilderness? You see, he says, so we take comfort and we take courage and we confidently and boldly say, what do we say? The Lord is my helper. Can you say that this morning? Can you, can you boldly say that this morning? Can, can you stand right to your feet, right where you are this morning and say, the Lord is my helper. Can, can you say it with some, with an attitude? The Lord is my helper. Hallelujah. Why, why, why would you, why could you say that with such faith and such confidence? Because you know your helper has furnished what's needed. The Lord is my helper. I will not be seized with alarm. I will not fear or dread or be terrified. What can man do to me? What can man do to me? Nothing. I, I, look, I will take courage. The Lord is my helper. What can man do to me? The Lord is my helper. What can coronavirus do to me? Yeah, we've got reports of people in our church that, that have had coronavirus, but I'm telling you, all of them, all of them that we've been made aware of have hardly could tell they had symptoms. Maybe having some things a day or two, 
three days or so forth. The Lord is my helper. What can coronavirus do? What, what can, what can this situation do? What can, what can this do? What can that do? What can, see, I'm telling you, you have to put your confidence in the Lord. Why? Because the Lord is my helper. 2021 will be a year of abundant overflow. Why? The Lord is my helper. Then verse seven says, remember your leaders and superiors in authority. For if they who brought to you the word of God, they observed and considered their manner of living, the outcome of their well-spent lives and imitate their faith. So what does he say? Remember the word that was brought to you and consider their manner of living and imitate their faith. Their conviction that God exists and is the creator and the ruler of all things, their provider and the bestower of eternal salvation through Christ. Now listen to this. It's telling us now, remember those that brought you the word. Then it says, imitate their faith. And what does it tell us? What was their faith? They had a conviction that God existed. They had a conviction that God was the creator. They had a conviction that God was the ruler of all things. They had a conviction that the God, that God was a provider and a bestower of eternal salvation through Christ. So they had this confidence because they understood that through Christ, God's going to furnish everything I have need of. It says, and their leaning of their entire human personality on God in absolute trust, confidence in his power, wisdom, and goodness. And then what does it say? Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. What's he telling us this morning? Have confidence in the word of of them that brought the word to you. Imitate their faith. They had confidence. Why? Because they understood that Christ, Jesus Christ, the anointed one, the one that furnished those things that are needed, he is the same yesterday, today, and forever. The king of glory, the Lord strong and mighty, he is mighty in battle. Him, he's the same yesterday, today. Why do I have Confidence to where I say the Lord is my helper. Why? Because the anointing is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Let's go to Romans 10. I'll close with this. Romans 10. The Lord is my helper. Hallelujah. Romans 10. Hallelujah. He prepares a table before us in the presence of our enemies. Our cup runs over. He anoints our head with oil. Our cup runs over. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Mm. Look at verse, uh, thank you, Lord. Verse 11. In the Amplified, it says, the scripture says, no man who believes in him, who adheres to and relies on trust in him, will ever be put to shame or be disappointed. 
Think about that. No man who believes in him will ever be put to shame or be disappointed. See, yes, attacks which will try to will intensify and he will try to prevail. But what does God says? My power is greater and he shall not prevail. No man who believes in him, who trusts in him, will ever be put to shame or be disappointed. I know some of you may have be experiencing disappointments. You may have had setbacks, discouragements. But don't let go of your faith. Be wise, because your faith is the victory that overcomes the world. And this scripture tells me that if I believe in him, if I trust in him, it says I will never be put to shame or be disappointed. Then what does he say? No one, no one, for there is no distinction between Jew and Greek. The same Lord is Lord over all of us. Now listen to this. And he generously bestows his riches upon all who call upon him in faith. Let me read this in the King James. Verse 12. Meaning I should not be ashamed. Why? Because God's no respecter of persons. Why should I not be ashamed? There's no difference. And he says, it says, for the same Lord, the same Lord, the same anointing, the same King of glory, the same empowerment, for the same Lord over all, now get this, is rich unto all that call upon him. Rich. Can you say that? Rich. It's not a dirty word. Rich. Can you say it again? Rich. Say, I'm rich. Say, I'm filthy rich. Or I'm clean rich. Now, now what does this mean? Riches. It means abundantly supplied. It means affluent in resources so that he can give blessings and salvation to all. Meaning God is rich. God is rich. Hallelujah. The Lord over all is rich. The Lord is rich. The Lord is rich. Hallelujah. The Lord is affluent in resources so that he can give blessing and salvation to all. The Lord, hallelujah, is rich. The Lord is rich unto all. He's rich unto all. So it's not just, he's not just rich, but he's rich unto all that call upon his name. He's rich unto you. Have you called upon his name? Meaning that he takes his wealth. He takes all that he is, his abundant overflow, and that he, what does he do? He pours it out onto you that believe in him. So when you say the king of glory come in, what am I saying? He comes in with Everything that he has. Healing. Prosperity. Strength. Wisdom. Grace. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Lift up your heads. And let the king of glory come in. Hallelujah. Stand to your feet. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father.
Oh, thank you for abundant overflow. I thank you, Lord, for abundant overflow. Oh, Lord, we thank you for abundant overflow. Lord, I thank you that miracle after miracle, that's what you'll do. Decree it and receive it and know that it's true. Mm, Hallelujah. Mm. It says, tell my people they'll need to remain strong and stay close to me so they'll not be deceived by their enemy. His attacks will intensify and he'll try to prevail. But my power is greater and he, the king of glory, shall not fail. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Lord, I thank you for your goodness and your faithfulness over our lives today. We lift up our heads to where our help comes from, and we declare the Lord is our helper. Thank you that you have prepared a table before us in the presence of our enemies. I thank you, whatever enemy that has tried to come against them, first of all, I declare that you have made everything available to them. And I thank you, Lord, that that in their thoughts, there won't be a question mark, mark attached to that. But they step in and believe it without, without second-guessing it. And part of the blessing, you said, if an enemy comes against us, you said that you would smite our enemy. And you said it would flee seven ways. So, Father, I thank you that you have prepared a table. And I thank you that our enemy is under our feet. I thank you that every sickness, every disease is under our feet. I thank you for creative miracles. I thank you that you are placing things within physical bodies that have been missing. I thank you that you are making new things, new things, new things. I thank you for the new things. I thank you for new nerves. I thank you for new joints. I thank you for new cartilage. I thank you for new eyesight. I thank you for new pancreas. I thank you for a new, I think we thank you for new liver. We thank you for new things. I thank you for new, a new heart. Lord, you sit on the throne and you said you make all things new. I thank you for new things, new things. Hallelujah. I thank you for the anointing that's restoring the anointing that makes new. 
I thank you for abundant overflow over Heritage of Faith family. I declare that the Heritage of Faith family are walking in the fullness of the anointing. I declare that you have anointed their head with fresh oil. And I declare, hallelujah, that their cup runs over. And I declare that they are operating in abundant life. Hallelujah. If you believe that, just lift your hands and praise him. Praise him and worship him. Just worship him and praise him. Hallelujah. Let the Holy Spirit work on you right now. Work in you right now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There's some of you that you've been, you've been, you've been far away from God. You've been, you've turned your back on God. Today, today is a day of salvation. He, he wants you to come home to him. He wants you to, and he's there with open arms. Not only is he the, the good Samaritan, the, the good shepherd, but he's also, he's also the, the, the good father. He's a good father. He's there to receive you with open arms. It says that he will receive you unto himself. Hallelujah. Just come running to him. Come running to him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Maybe there's a pain on, in your body right now. You're experiencing severe pain. He's also, we know, as the, the, our great physician. Jehovah Rapha, our great physician, just right where you are, just place your, take your hand and, and place it on whatever, whatever part might be hurting. Oh, Lord, I thank you. I thank you. There's no distance in the anointing. There's no distance in the anointing. Jesus told that centurion, he said, just said, he, he said, just a certain centurion said, just speak the word only and my servant would be healed. And Jesus said, I will, I will. It's what he likes to do. And he said, from that very moment, from that very moment, his servant, his servant was made whole. So right now, right where you are, it's what he likes to do. It's what he likes to do. Hallelujah. I send his word right now. The anointing, the anointing, Jesus Christ of Nazareth makes you whole in Jesus name. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Mm. Anointing, restore, make new. It's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Man, his presence is in this place. Mm, thank you, Lord. Mm. O la mamande ishu su, desha brahate ki ishi. Yeah. I sense in my heart there's, there might be more than one, but there's some people that have attacked you. There's some people that have come against you with lies. 
the word says, it says, no weapon formed against us shall prosper. And it said that every word that rises up in judgment shall to be shown to be in the wrong. You don't have to say a thing. You don't have to work it out. You just have to sit at my table. Come to the 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 table. And I'll give you rest. Come to the table. And I'll ease your troubled mind. Come to the table. Take, I just I'm just taking my time with this. this. If you're just overwhelmed and just just uh, fatigued and tired, it's almost like you've been in a spiritual battle, and it feels like you've been. It's almost like a. Hmm. You just you just been in just a natural physical fight, a spirit. It's been emotional fight, but it's affected you in the natural. You, it's been such a spiritual battle. But yet, yet it's affected you in the natural, where it's caused anxiety, it's caused sleepless nights, it's, call, it's caused all sorts of things. It's even made you sick in some areas, sick to your stomach, causing maybe even like an ulcer. The Apostle Paul prayed a prayer in Ephesians. And he said that I pray that you would be strengthened with all might. Strengthened with all might by, your, by his spirit in the inner man. I speak strength into your inner man today. I speak strength into your inner man today. I speak strength into the inner man. So come to the table today. Come to the table today and receive the strength that comes from me. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Just give him praise. Give him praise. Thank you, Father. We praise you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We glorify your name. Oh, we thank you for your goodness and your faithfulness. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Mm, God is so good. We're so grateful that you joined us this morning. And I believe his anointing will continue to work in your life, in your home, long after we, we say amen during the service today.